0: Hello and welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting Ministry. Thank you for joining me today for this solo episode. If you missed last week's episode, I hope you'll take the time to go back and listen to my conversation with Erica Mapp. I think there was more laughter in that episode than in any other I've recorded. She does such a great job of communicating both her sorrow over the loss of her son Anthony, but also the joy that the Lord has given her since that time. And be sure to come back next Wednesday as I share a very raw and honest conversation with Connor's mom, Nan Deal, who describes herself as a messy griever. But she also talks about how the Lord met her in the middle of her mess. But today, I want to share a few thoughts I recently had about leaving our nets behind. I enjoy using Hannah's Bible for my quiet time in the mornings. There's just something so special about using her Bible. It's full of her doodling, favorite scriptures, and notes. On one of the blank pages toward the end, she made a little acrostic of her name. Happy is the first H, athletic is the first A, nice is the first N, nosy is the second N, alegre is the second A, and healthy is the last H. Of course, the irony of her using the word healthy as part of this acrostic is not lost on me. And her describing herself as athletic makes me giggle. An athlete, she was not. Her favorite class was Spanish, thus the alegre, which means happy or cheerful, and that truly was our girl, with maybe a little nosiness thrown in. Anyway, a few weeks ago, I was reading in Matthew chapter 4 in her Bible, and something I've probably read a hundred times jumped out at me in a whole new way. Isn't it cool when God does that? This is what it says, starting in verse 18 and going through verse 22. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Immediately, they left the boat. They just left. These guys made their living as fishermen. My guess would be that that was the only life they had ever really known. And yet, when Jesus called them, they left all that behind, even the tools of their trade. They somehow knew that everything was going to be different from now on. A profound change had taken place, altering the very trajectory of their lives, and wow, what a life they had in store. Because they were willing to drop their nets and follow Jesus, they had a front row seat to the feeding of the 5,000, the healing of the sick, the raising of Lazarus, and countless other miracles. But they couldn't have known this when Jesus called them that day. They had no idea what lay ahead of them, yet they still dropped their nets and followed him. Reading this story made me think of how our lives have changed over the past 13 years. Hannah's diagnosis with cancer in February of 2008 was the first indication that we were about to be asked to drop our nets. As a year passed in a bewildering whirl of radiation treatments and varying chemotherapy regimens, we found ourselves being called to climb out of the boat. And when she left us for heaven in February of 2009, it was time to let go of those fishing implements for good. Now, I hope you don't have the idea that we dropped those things willingly, like apparently the disciples did. We fought with everything we had to hold on to the life we had known since Hannah was born 17 years before that. We pursued every option available to keep her with us, but our sovereign and loving God had another plan, and we had to let her go. Oh, how I would love to get back into that boat and pick up my nets as if nothing had ever changed. What I would give to go back to the way things used to be before I knew that children and teenagers got cancer and died. If I could cross my arms, blink, and nod like Barbara Eden used to do, I would do it in the space of a heartbeat. But when God called us to drop our nets and leave our boat behind, it was not a temporary gig. He did not intend for us to return to life as we knew it. Not that he wanted us to forget our life with Hannah, far from it. Those memories are priceless gifts from him. No, he wants us to use those experiences to know him and serve him in a more authentic way. Sometimes we as grieving parents can find ourselves dealing with other kinds of nets. Nets of guilt, nets of regret, nets of anger, nets of unforgiveness and all these nets can get tangled together, or we get tangled up in them ourselves, and then we're really in a mess. We have to be willing to give those nets up to Him and let Him carry them for us. Even after nearly 13 years, we are still learning what that looks like. Thankfully, He is patient with us and understands when we try to pick up those nets again. Lord, help us live well while we're waiting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.